in my lifetime, I really can't remember us being so divided as a people and so many news stories and news sources to consume. How do you know what's even true? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you to the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I have a number of stories in front of me today, some of which you may have already heard, some of which you probably didn't hear anything about, and some of you may wonder why these stories are, are even important anymore. Over these past several days, I've been doing some serious soul searching and thinking, looking at everything in our world today, the politics, where we are as a people in our various nations, whether it be Canada, the United States, Australia, United Kingdom, pretty much Europe. What have we become? And we're so divided. We're so angry. We're literally at each other's throats. And then we have people that have got some really strange ideas about morality and sexuality and how and how this should be impacting children. If there was ever a time in, and this is just my opinion, you may share it, maybe you don't. But if there was ever a time of feeling the impending doom of God's judgment coming upon people, now is one of those times. The news stories of the past seven days, seven months, and even seven years ought to tell you something. And I'm beginning to wonder what we should be doing and how do you get to that truth? What is the solution? I think I have one, and I'll be sharing it on today's program. But I want to take a little time on the program today to share some of the thoughts that have been going through my mind these past several days. And it's been an eye-opener. We've been doing this radio program now for a little bit over three years. We are now in our fourth year. Will there be a fourth year, a fifth year, a sixth year? Really, it's up to you, and it's up to, really, if you want to know what truth really is. Somebody pointed out something the other day. Even, even some of this media called alternative media that so many of you look at, watch on videos, maybe hear on radio, even many of them I'm beginning not to trust anymore. It's really all about making money, not about sharing truth. And so I, I do have some concerns about the future. Now, I want to take just a moment here on a personal level, if you don't mind. And there's a reason. I normally, I didn't share it these past several years, but I, I am going to share it this year, and I'll tell you why in just a moment. Today is the 30th anniversary of my 39th birthday. So today is my birthday, and I, I turned 69. And the only reason I'm sharing this this year is I really wondered a year ago if I'd be here alive to see my 69th birthday. This past year has been an unusual year, to say the least. 
and I feel very blessed regardless. A year ago, and really for many, many months, almost a year before that, I had been having some health issues, and I was getting help and getting to see a specialist was super hard to do, and many of you know what I'm talking about. I had serious blood in the urine issues a year ago, and had been getting steadily worse for almost a year, to the point that I was literally bleeding when I was urinating. That's what it was like. My blood count was down. I felt miserable. I felt horrible and trying to get to a specialist. We had been to the ER numerous times, but nothing they could do until I saw a urologist. And I was getting, well, quotes of maybe months before they could see me. We had decided to come to Virginia, and by God's grace, we found somebody that could see me pretty quick. And so last year, on the 1st of November, I had my first appointment where they had they did an exploratory surgery to see what's going on, and they discovered that I had bladder cancer. Now, so far, I'm still here. So far, the prognosis is good. Now, I'm going to tell you, I recorded this radio program in advance because today and tomorrow, we are not at our home. I have a doctor's appointment as they're getting ready to do another exploratory to see to see if things have been successful or not. And I leave it all in God's hands what the next step would be. So I want to just take a moment of Thanksgiving because I really believed a year ago I would probably not be here today. And so I give God all the thanks and all the glory for my being here. I try to function and do what God has laid in my heart to do. There's a lot of things that I'm involved with, including a church. And I just, I'm not going to sit back and wait to find out if I'm going to live or not. I'm just going to live and do the things that, that God has commanded me to do. And so with that, I'm in kind of a, celebratory mood as I look back over these 69 years. So I thank you for indulging me for just a few moments here. And and I want to thank all of you that have been praying for me all during this time. Today, as I record this program, health-wise, I'm feeling better than I have in literally years. And, and I pray that, that God still can use me for his work. And so with that said, I want to get on to some news stories And once again, who is pulling the puppet strings? And I'm not saying just on one side. I think there's a puppet master 
pulling the strings on both sides, whether we want to admit it or not, and whether even those on a particular side know they're being, shall we say, controlled. There's something about the world in which we live in today that is very unseemly. And and one of the issues that I have is so many of us on the conservative side try to depend upon what we now call the alternate news sources or the alternate media. I can remember, and I'm sure if you're old enough, and I would assume most of my audience probably is, I came up in a time, uh, I'm one of the first generations raised around television. Those that are baby boomers for the most part, even starting in 1946, it wasn't long before there was a TV set in the household. Those born in the late 1940s, early 1950s, good chance you spent a lot of time in front of the television. And today, we now have the big screen TVs, and we went from one or two channels to literally hundreds of channels. I remember in the 1970s, first really hearing about cable TV, and I really didn't have an interest. Why, why would I want to pay for television when I had an outdoor antenna and I could pick up, hey, I got five TV channels. Who would need more than five? You remember those days? And then... HBO came along and certain things you couldn't get from regular television, and the interest was there. But I hesitated for many, many years. I had cable one time years ago only because it came with a place my wife and I were living at that point in time in the 1970s. Other than that, I never had it. And then then in the 1990s, there was an offer I couldn't refuse to to get a small satellite dish. Now, I've played around with a couple of big dishes, and, you know, they were fun. I never paid for any services. I just enjoyed some of the wild feeds and a few things. But still, television was dominated by just a handful of channels in our home in the early 1990s. And then I said that deal came along that we we decided to try, and we put in a Dish Network satellite. And we hooked it to our one and only TV set. And I discovered something that I'd never seen before. Fox News. It was brand new. It had just started up not long before. And I witnessed news from a different perspective. I knew even at that time in the 1990s, the bias that was already there at CBS and NBC and ABC, CNN had not gone into the tank for a leftist ideology quite yet. The Weather Channel was still dealing with the weather. ESPN was still all about sports and the History Channel still talked about history, not the Kardashians or any other such nonsense. But I became increasingly fascinated by watching the evening programs on Fox News. And back then it was Bill O'Reilly. Then you had Hannity and Combs. And and I'm trying to remember who the first host was. There have been a number of different people in the 10 o'clock p.m. slot over the years. 
And I can remember by the time my wife and I had moved to Florida, we were, we literally watched Fox News more than anything else on TV. Just a handful of just programs that we enjoyed. And now as I'm looking back over these years, how much of what was on Fox News then or now was a bit of, shall we say, puppeteering propaganda? Maybe not as much 20 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago. But in the last several years, I started noticing, and many of you did too, there was a bit of a change going on at Fox News. Not a not big at first. But during the COVID period, it started to show. The division was there. The narrative began to shift with some of the host. You discovered how many were, you know, mass COVIDians and afraid and they couldn't wait to tell you you're all going to die if you don't get vaccinated and take a vaccine to those that tried to challenge the narrative and the more they they try to challenge the narrative like Tucker Carlson then he's gone out the door and and I started realizing a little over a year ago there's something not right And then when Tucker got kicked out, I pulled the plug. I I decided, you know, they're beginning to show their true colors. It's all about the money. It's all about acceptance among the big power brokers. And there's this punch and Judy game going on in the media, in politics today. Putting one side against the other pitting this group against that group. This group should hate that group, despise that group, hurt that group, kill that group, sanction that group, jail that group. You know what I'm talking about. This is the world in which we live today. And we're, and then, and then you find out within the so-called, and I use that, so-called conservative ranks, a term I tried to believe did not exist 20 years ago, I now know thoroughly does exist today. Neocons. Neocons. These are the ones that run around there saying, I'm a conservative. I believe in all these wonderful values, but they're warmongers. They're money. They're in love with, with, they're in love with money and power. And you find them on both sides of the political aisle in any nation in which you live. Right now, I really believe the Republican Party in the United States is not a thoroughly conservative party. They're a bunch of fakes, phonies, you know, neocons. They love their war. They love their money. They love their, you know, blustering about this topic, that topic, and the other. And there are those that make a tremendous amount of money off war. And these divisions have been around as long as I can remember. The, the other night I was, I woke up just thinking about this radio program, what I'm doing, why am I doing it, is it really worth doing it, and what's the most important thing I should be doing with my life? Is just sharing this news of any help to you, or are we getting anywhere? Are you coming to any 
realizations. And so the same neocons that wanted to throw all kinds of money in Ukraine now want to throw all kinds of money to put us literally on a war posture with Iran and taking sides in what is happening today in the Middle East. And so who's pulling the strings to get us closer to war? And it's pretty complex. And I've been trying to peel the layers back a little bit to get an idea of who is in, who's pulling the strings. And I did a radio program. We entitled it about several weeks ago, Qui Bono, Latin for who benefits? Who benefits from a war in Israel? Who benefits from a war in Ukraine? That's not me. Most likely not you. It's most likely not the Israelis or the Palestinians in the long run. It's just mutually assured destruction. And the same with Ukraine. Who benefits, Russia or Ukraine? Nobody. Neither one. These reprobate bankers that love money and love war, because war is very profitable, And it puts nations and people in debt to these bankers eternally. I read an article the other day. And and it really was kind of, I'm not going to get into the complexity of it. I'm going to give it to you in really simplified terms. and, And I think I'm accurate in doing it this way, just to give you a general idea. You go back 110 years ago, we created the Federal Reserve under Woodrow Wilson, and it, and the way it was set up initially was not so much of a bad idea on paper, and the way it first laid out worked pretty good. The architect of it did a great job in theory. It did make it possible for us to fund our involvement in World War I, and we got involved in World War I. And ironically, the Roaring Twenties, we did very well economically in this country. Then we had the crash. And any decent historian will tell you we would have survived that crash and come right out of it quickly had it not been for the New Deal. The New Deal started spending money we didn't have. And it made the Great Depression even worse. Couple that with a few years of bad drought in the Midwest, we were in a world of hurt, and the only way to get out of that world of hurt was to get back into another war. And historians will tell you, starting in 1939, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who campaigned in 1940 to keep us out of the war, was all for getting in at the first opportunity. It took the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor, and the rest is history. We're in a two-front war, And we started mechanizing and borrowing money. War bonds, remember that? War bonds. I I listen to some old classic radio from time to time. And I've heard all those public service announcements that were run in 1942, 43, and 44. Sign up today and buy war bonds for victory. We need victory. And you'll be investing in victory and peace on earth and goodwill toward men and you'll make a lot of money in the process after the war's over. And then we had Korea, a war that never really has ended. 
Then we had the embarrassment of Vietnam. And, you know, you know the rest of the history. The idea of the Federal Reserve being a positive force started becoming a negative force, as many people warned. And then Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard. You know, it used to be under the old Federal Reserve ideas, the United States was, its value was its gross domestic product and the gold that we held. And now we don't have any gold and our gross domestic product ain't much by comparison. If you call China goods a gross domestic product. So here we are today. The bankers want war. And they're going to pit one side against the other and stand off to the side as the puppet master as the sounds of money ring as the cha-ching of, of all this taxpayer money goes to globalist corporations well-financed by the same bankers. And who are the losers? You and I. You and I. The world is changing. And the alternative media that many of us thought we could trust has been morphing in recent years into nothing but a big business with a big audience, a popularity contest, money and fame. You know, when you got guys that are, I'm for the little guy, making 30-some-odd million dollars a year, give me a break. These are, I'm sorry for my language, they're media whores. They're, they're out there for the money, and they can be bought and sold. Oh, they, 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 they know how to talk a good game, but I don't trust any of them anymore. The big dollar conservatives are no better than the big dollar leftist. It's all about the money. They all have their agents. And they're all packing it away. And so when one side takes sides without even looking at the big picture on any issue, let's be honest, a lot of, you know, they just jump. It's like a knee-jerk reaction. Well, this guy said it, so it's got to be wrong. Or that guy said it. Whatever the case may be. What is spewed in this state is just, emo- I don't know if it's a plot or just emotional opinion. Right now we have the war against Hamas coming up. We have the war against Russia in Ukraine. We have, we're being, yeah. Look at Facebook. How many people's profiles for, oh, I don't know, the last year have had the Ukrainian flag picture in the background or in the front? Saw a story about the Bloomberg building in in New York City. That since the hostilities broke out in Ukraine back in February of 2022, that building has had the Ukrainian flag, a digital electronic lighted flag on the building that quietly got taken down in recent days and now it's an Israeli flag. It's the new thing. It's the new topic du jour. It's the new thing we must worry about. I mean, and and I'm going to stand by something that I really believe and others are saying the same thing as I am. The Ukrainian war is not working out the way the bankers and globalists thought it would. They really thought they could have a perpetual 20-year war again 
or 30-year war or endless war. But the Ukrainians were, unfortunately for them, not up to the task. And they're running out of people to die for a cause for the bankers. Let's be honest. That's what's going on. And so now we have a new war. And so who funds Hamas? Well, we're told Iran. Well, who funds Iran? We are. Bankers are. Let's be honest. These these evil individuals are funding both sides to fight against each other. And that's been one of the greatest issues that have been going on in our in in, in my lifetime. Qui bono, who benefits? There are a handful of sane voices out there that try to give you the news. They try to look at the entire picture. They try to look over the past, oh, I don't know, 50, 75, 100 years of history, maybe even beyond. And most take sides in support of one or the other political factions. And this is one of the issues. And disregard all the real victims of any atrocities. It's all about... Hooray for our side. Remember that song? It came to my mind the other night as I'm just thinking about all these topics. Now, the Bible says that everything old is new again, nothing new under the sun. We've heard that before. 1966, there was a radical group for its time, made a recording. And if you listen to the words of this song from 1966. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I'm going to share some thoughts about it. How many of you are old enough to remember this song from Buffalo Springfield? There's something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware Time we stop, children. What's that sound? Everybody, look what's going down. So let's take a, a moment to analyze this song from Hard to Believe, getting on near 60 years ago, 58 years ago. The same kind of divisions we're facing today, except today's divisions are done in real time with high technology some of the lyrics from that song. One of the verses says, there's battle lines being drawn. Nobody's right if everybody's wrong. Young people speak in their minds, getting so much resistance from behind. And then what a field day for the heat. A thousand people in the streets singing songs and carrying signs, mostly saying hooray for our side. And then paranoia strikes deep into your life, it'll creep. It starts when you're always afraid, step out of line, the man come and take you away. It sounds like today, doesn't it? Hey, when it came to COVID in many parts of the world, if you stepped out of line and and talked against the vaccine or the whatever narrative, which we now know are never true to begin with, a lot of it all lies, but if you would not go with the lie, the man will come and take you away. Kathy Hochul up in New York the witch of that state wanted to put people in quarantine camps that didn't want to, you know, get jabbed if she had her way. 
That's the world in which we live in. Nothing has changed with these bankers and those that try to rule the world. The globalists have been around, satanically inspired for thousands of years. The goals have never changed. It's just their ability to get closer to actually achieving those goals, which they couldn't have done even 50 years ago, even 25 years ago. But with today's digital technology, with the computers, with a digital currency, we're getting closer and closer. And just like the book 1984 points out, everybody lives in fear and does their best to get along so they can survive. And the way we are entertained, the Roman Empire believed in the concept of, well, bread and circuses. You know, make sure they have the basics. That's why you hear terms like basic income. And make sure they have entertainment so they're not fighting against their government. And part of that entertainment now, I really believe, is part of the alternative media. They do their little job to keep many of us entertained by following those that we think are telling us the truth or the truth they're allowed to say. And Fox News is pretty bad, I think, these days. They're, they're exposed for what they are. They are the permitted loyal opposition. And so we get a bunch of people watching them and a bunch of people watching CNN and MSNBC. We stay perpetually divided the puppet masters control those that we watch. And that's the best way to keep us under their control. And if we step out of line, go a little bit too far, hey, we'll send the IRS after you. We'll, we'll do something. We'll, we'll, we'll threaten your income. We'll dox you for your job. That's the world in which we're living in. So how do you find truth? And what other things do these evil masterminds have in mind? We know war is a big one. Controlling you is another. Fear is their is their best way to motivate you to do what they want you to do. And they, they lie to you consistently. And so many people are so deluded now, they believe all the lies. I'll be honest, there are times that I, I come before this microphone and I say, why bother? Why bother? Am I making any difference? Are you learning something you didn't learn before? As the song said, we better stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look. What's going down? Where is my time best spent? I'm still a believer in shortwave radio. But is it worth doing? I'm going to ask the question to you. If all you want to do is be a consumer and not a supporter, then this radio program really has no purpose. I can't sustain it. I'm retired. I'm not a wealthy individual. I can't sustain it on my own. So the time has come to reassess. We're going to try a little bit more to get the word out and see if anybody's truly paying attention. One of the most important things that I really do with my life, and my wife and I were talking about this the other night, 
sharing news and politics is not anything eternal. It's just this life. And I believe there's a lot more than just this life. And if I'm wasting my time only worrying about this life, then I'm wasting my time. I can tell you, and if you know me, that I am happier in front of a congregation, large or small, feeding them God's word, giving them real hope. I had, as I mentioned last week, I had a guy saying, you know, you, why, are you, why are you whining? Why are you a Trump hater? I'm neither of them. Number one, I'm not a Trump hater. And to, put, and to claim that I am means you don't listen. Boneheaded people that just jump to conclusions is part of the problem out there today. I'm telling you, boneheaded people that can't comprehend and think for themselves. And they just immediately come to conclusions that are fake, phony, and false. And they put all their hope in a politician. Well, if you're putting your hope in any politician, you're wasting your time. And that guy said, well, yours is Mr. Negativity. Well, the Bible says it, not me. Take it up with God. Don't argue with me. Don't waste my time. There's a lot more to this life than politics. And if you're, if you're sucking up to the political side only, then you are being controlled by the puppet master. It's time to look beyond the puppet master and look for the true king of kings and lord of lords because that's where the real hope is. Sure, I'm going to vote in 2024. I'm going to be voting here in Virginia in 2023. They have a lot of elections in the off years. I always do been voting over 50 years and I will vote my conscience and I will vote my faith yeah I supported Trump in 16 and 20 and and I'll support him again in 24 if he's on the ballot not that I'm voting for the head pastor of a church but I'm voting for somebody that has the best interest of our secular nation in mind that is willing to go up against the deep state that is trying to corrupt our children. I've got a story on that on the other side. You've got to hear. So understand where I'm coming from. Truth is becoming an increasingly hard-to-find commodity. I give a lot of time to do this radio program. I'm not paid to do the radio program. My wife and I have invested heavily into this. My time is free. The airtime is not. And if you wanted to stay on shortwave radio, then we have to pay the bills or we have to cut back. I've never threatened and I've always been careful not to in over three years. But I know the economy is terrible. My wife and I, we live it too. We know. I thoroughly understand. And I'm very empathetic to what everybody is, is facing these days. But I'm facing the fact that we're trying to expand and a lot of people say it's a great idea, but they don't want to participate. And so I have to decide. We're on WTWW now, twice, seven nights a week. Might be able to get more airtime. But if nobody cares, if you're just a consumer, if you're just busy consuming news from all kinds of sources, many of them full of advertising, many of them trying to sell you something, well, 
then you don't need this. If that if you're if you're busy looking for the next bad news story, if that's what you're living for, then maybe you don't need this program. I'm just saying. There's a lot that needs to be said. And I'm not going to argue with anybody anymore. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm just going to say we are living in a time where the puppet masters are controlling the narrative on both sides. And both sides have issues with people of faith, regardless of what they say. What comes out of their mouth and what they actually do betrays them. Seen it before. If you believe in this ministry, number one, tell me how you listen. Podcast, shortwave radio, let me know. But we need your support. You can go to the website, truththenumber2ponder.com, truththenumber2ponder.com. Or you can make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia, and the zip code in Chilhowie is 24319. Once again, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia, 24319. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman, your divine therapist coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a real, very special gift in a moment. And there are people who go into therapy to solve their problems. There are believers who believe in therapy and there are believers who don't. But in one sense, we're all to be in therapy. You see, in Acts 4, the Lord heals a man and the apostles are put on trial for it. And the word used for the healing is therapio which means therapy, or we get the word therapy from that word from in the Bible. And, and this is the power of Messiah because the power of Messiah that healed the man, that's the power of therapy. It means Messiah is therapeutic. If you're in Messiah, you're in therapy. We are all in therapy and we've got a Jewish doctor and there's no charge for the sessions. You can't miss it. You see, your whole life is to be a life of healing, becoming more whole, more and more sound, more and more functional as a child of God that you were meant to be. But for that to happen, you need to go to your session. You have to be in therapy. You have to spend time with your therapist opening up your heart, opening up your soul, opening up your life, opening up your wounds and your fears and your needs, all of it. Let your heavenly Jewish doctor, your heavenly therapist, have his way with you. Let him make you truly whole. That's his will. See, whenever you're in prayer, you're with him. You're in therapy. Just being with him, that brings healing. You want to become truly whole, then spend more time with him because in him is your healing. His name is Adonai Rafa, the Lord, our healer. Sar Shalom, the Prince of Shalom, fullness, because Messiah is the heavenly therapist. You're heavenly therapist and you just happen to be in therapy. <laughs> Want more? Ask for healed and in the judgment hall from the book of Acts. Now, what if somebody offered you a gift of a million dollars? Well, what would you say? Something better than that. A strong and victorious life of God is better. I want to offer you something that will help get that happen. A free subscription to Sapphire's Vitamins for Your Spirit and the incredible Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD. All free. You'll love it. How do you get your free gifts? Easy. Just remember... 
Yeshua, Jesus' real Hebrew name, and you dial it. To receive your free gifts, just call 1-800-Y-E-S-H-U-A-1, Yeshua 1. That's your, that's Yeshua. That's all you have to remember. You will be blessed, but call now. 1-800-Y-E-S-H-U-A-1, Yeshua 1. Now, I invite you to join me in the harvest, the world harvest, the global harvest. You don't need a plow, just an open heart and a pen. You can reach the unreached peoples of the world. The farthest way you can ever impact the world is through shortwave radio. It's amazing. How? Just call 1-800-Yeshua 1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, box 1111. That's in Lodi. L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's, it's the Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Adonai Rafa, the Lord, our healer. This is Truth to Ponder. With Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Monday edition, October the 16th, here in 2023. And I want to thank all of you that have been listening to this program faithfully for a year, two years, even some go back to the very beginning when we first started. And for those that may just be joining in, I I mentioned earlier in the program today, I, I have a milestone. As I said, it's the 30th anniversary of my 39th birthday. Turned 69 today. And and normally I wouldn't even mention my birthday, but honestly, with what I went through health-wise this past year, there were many times I had my doubts I'd ever see this birthday. But here we are. And by God's grace, still doing the program. And, and I know some of you can't stand me and they probably wish I was dead. Okay, so what? I'm here. I'm here doing what I truly feel led to be doing. There's so many news stories out there and and we're being divided in so many ways. Share that song, Buffalo Springfield, for what it's worth. We've been divided for over 60 years, 75, 100 years. This strategy of divide and conquer is as old as humanity. It is Satan's greatest tool in his toolbox to try to destroy us. And people just can't see it. We're so fixated on what our side is saying and doing, we don't even recognize what's being done to us. And I'm getting where I trust less and less even some of the so-called, oh, alternative media. All these mega millionaires out there selling all their solar generators, their prepackaged food, what you know, you know what I'm talking about? Gold and silver? And I have to beg the question. If gold and silver is such a wonderful commodity that's going to save you from the end of the world and doomsday, then why would anybody want your, well, terrible, worthless, fiat, funny money that's printed by the Federal Reserve in exchange for the gold and the silver and whatever? It doesn't make any sense to me. Does it make any sense to you? Why would I want to sell you silver or gold? If it's if money's about to become worthless, that's always the thing. You know, the value of the money, the economy's terrible. Invest in gold and silver. Well, what are these people going to do with the, with the funny money? Just think about that for a moment, please. And then those that wholesale 
but they buy wholesale all this prepackaged food, slap their label on it, and sell it to you at a markup. I'm not into that. If that's what I have to do to continue to do this radio program, I'll just stop doing it. I don't want to be in the business of marketing. I did it years ago when I was in commercial radio, but I'm not in that business. I'm in God's business, and I don't want to be a money changer in the temple. That's just not what I want to do. Saw this news story that really got under my really got under my skin the other day. And I didn't have a chance to mention it. It happened last Wednesday, October the 11th. I never heard about this, but I know a lot of people did. It was National Coming Out Day. You know, when you decide to announce what your sexuality is. Whether you're non-binary, transgender, gay, lesbian, asexual, intersexual, whatever, two-spirit. I mean, all of this man-made stupidity that comes from the pits of hell that is being pushed upon our society to divide us even further into camps and destroy our young children. Satan loves nothing more than destroying and ruining young children to pull into the pits of hell with him. I saw this story last week about a fourth grade teacher, fourth grade teacher. And this fourth grade teacher had the audacity because they're, they're dumb enough not to recognize that when they put videos out there on the internet, it's there. And they may think they're talking among only their own little bubble world. It's amazing what you can hear from actual teachers. This, my friend, is an actual fourth grade teacher. Happy National Coming Out Day. I teach fourth grade, and I think that fourth grade is the perfect age for children to really start exploring their sexual orientation and gender identities. So an activity I did in my class today was I had children go into the closet, literally. I have a closet in my classroom and I would have the kids one at a time go into the into the closet and then they would come out and share with the class what their sexual orientation is. So of course we would celebrate and I would give the kids that identify as 2SLGBTQIA+, a cupcake, a rainbow cupcake. The kids that came out and said they were straight, I didn't give them anything because they're just contributing to an heteronormative society. So there you, you heard it. And I actually viewed it, by the way, just so you know, besides all the rainbow colors there and the emblem for National Coming Out Day, uh, this particular teacher had these big blue glasses, huge, almost cartoonish, and a face diaper. Yeah, she had her COVID face diaper on. This particular COVID face diaper said, Black Lives Matter, just so you know. So... This is a fourth grade teacher that looked like a outcast from a freak show who teaches children in a public school, public school. And she just, she put this disturbing video. I guess she claims to be a she. I don't know. I didn't ask what she called her, her, her gender. And, and she thinks it's perfectly normal to be 
talking to fourth graders about their sexuality. Now, ironically, when I found the video, it said this content in this video requires age verification. I had to enter my date of birth in order to see it because it's so terrible. And yet, this is a fourth grade teacher. In other words, I couldn't see it, but the fourth graders know all about it. They're put into a closet, and one by one, they come out to announce what they are. Am I bisexual? Am I lesbian? Am I gay? Am I trans? Am I two-spirit? Which is a satanic influence right there. And anybody that came out of that closet and announced they were LGBT or LGBTQ or trans or whatever, whatever the desire of the teacher is for that student. And I've told you before that these evil so-called teachers are trying to groom and identify those they can pull into hell with them. They're coming after your kids. They really are. Oh, they tell you they're not, but they really are. And parents today, worrying about how to make ends meet, inflation. So many that used to go to church stopped going because, oh, they're so tired. They're too busy. They don't have time. Oh, I don't feel good today. Oh, I, I could use some rest. Shows their priorities. God is definitely not first in their lives. Their job is. Their worries are, but not God. And if you're in that boat, you need to fix it. I'm telling you right now, you, this is something you cannot make optional any longer. We are coming into a very evil time. It's been this way since the beginning of time. But with today's technology, the enemy of your soul is closer to gaining ground that may be very difficult to ever reclaim. And so if you claim to be gay or trans or whatever, you got a cupcake. If you came out and said that I'm, well, my name is Robert and I am a boy and I'm a male. Oh, you get nothing. You you are made to feel bad about yourself. There's something wrong with you because you're normal. And she was very, this teacher, very despondent. How dare you be normal? Everybody must be queer or strange, just like me, like the teacher. An evil, reprobate, deceived, delusional individual inspired by Satan, paid by tax dollars to indoctrinate children in a public school. And listen, in Los Angeles, California, all grade schools are now being invited to join rainbow clubs that promote LGBTQ life to kids as young as three. Not 13, three. And every grade, every grade, kindergarten through the 12th in the public schools are expected to celebrate National Coming Out Week. And while our attention is being pushed hither and yonder by the puppet masters to worry about politics, yeah, like we're going to fix it. And like I say, I had an email from somebody saying, well, you're just whining. No, I'm not. I'm just giving you the truth. If the truth is a problem, go listen to somebody that makes you feel good, that makes you believe that you can go to the voting booth and fix the world. 
If you believe that, you're delusional beyond words. I'm telling you. And I, I know I'm getting a few people mad. I frankly don't care anymore. I really don't. If I can't tell you the truth as God has laid it out to me, then I have no business doing this radio program. You know that? Then I'm just deceiving you. If all I'm doing is feeding your narrative and making you feel good about your narrative, yeah, we're going to fix it at the ballot box. Did you fix it in 2022? Look at the mess in D.C. today. Did you fix it in 2020? Did you fix it in 2018? Did you fix it in 2020? No, or 2016? Yeah, for a while, look how fast it got undone. Like two weeks. Two weeks after President Trump is gone, we're back to, you know, everything's screwed up again. And I worry about things that are to be worried about. Who's coming across that border? It's not just migrants seeking a better life in the United States. I'm sure there are many that are. But how many thousands have come from the Middle East? How many sleeper cells do we have in the United States today that are ready to come after us? In our, in our cities, in our schools, in our churches, synagogues. I really believe there are sleeper cells developing that'll make the events of 9-11-2001 look like, like a Sunday school picnic before it's said and done. Those are the things I'm concerned about. And if you're running around worrying about politics and who's going to be the Speaker of the House, once again, you're looking at a case where in the Republican Party, more than half of these people are they have become very used to living in Washington, D.C. They know how to tell you what you want to hear. Lindsey Graham comes to mind. He'll tell you anything you need to hear every six years. And then he goes and plays in the swamp. And he loves it. And how the voters in the state of South Carolina get duped every six years to keep putting that individual back into office is absolutely beyond me. Senior senator now from the state of South Carolina. I don't trust him. I really don't. He goes with the tide. He he gets up every morning, licks his finger, and sticks it up in the air to find out which way the wind is blowing, and he'll, you know, I, I remember a, an old politician friend back in 1975. I'm working at a little radio station in Georgia doing local news. And they had a, a mayor that had been a mayor there for a number of years. And his name, he's long gone. His name was Lucius Alewine. And he, he looked kind of like Boss Hog, but just better dressed. And he made a statement to me one day when I asked him a question in an interview. I said, so what do you attribute your longevity in politics here in this town? And he said, well, it's because I listen to the people. If half the people are for something and half the people are against it, I do what the people want. And that's the game of politics that's being played on you and I today. Sometimes I really wonder, what do we really have left in this republic that hasn't been stolen from us? Those that wanted a big, powerful federal government against those that never wanted such a big, powerful, literally backbreaking entity. The federal government is involved in areas that are not even constitutional, but they get away with it and they do it. Because we, the people, are either too ignorant or too afraid 
to step up to the plate and argue and say, you can't do that. And so here we are today at a crossroad. Rainbow clubs, wars that never end, inflation out of control, the globalists wanting to control your money with a digital dollar. And what will that digital dollar mean if you have gold and silver? You think it's really going to be, you think you're going to go to Walmart when they cut off your digital money with your little bag of gold dust and buy something at Walmart? (laughs) I don't think so. I don't get it. I, I, I mean, it's like I'm telling you before about the a lot of these conservative and alternative media. It's all about the money and what they can sell you. Vitamins and supplements and magic cure-alls for everything from male pattern baldness to male impotence. I mean, this is the stuff they're selling you. And they play on your fear and your vanity. And too many, too many people out there are letting them do it to you each and every week. I do this radio program not because I really want to. I'm at a point in life that there are so many of the things I'd love to be doing. And having gone through these past three years and the past year in particular with all, I knew I had health issues for two of the past three years. I just didn't know how bad they were, how anemic I had become. I was, I'm going to tell you, I was so weak I could barely drive a car safely on an interstate. I can today, thanks be to God, and thanks to the prayers of many of you. I don't have time to argue anymore. I'm just going to put God's word out there, give you the truth. You take it or leave it. If you don't like it, then move on. If you believe in what we're doing, now's the time to let me know. I really need to hear from you. Should I expand the ministry or just say, okay, I'm done? I'll just work with my church and do my ministry locally. Maybe that's what I should do. It's up to you. Would you prayerfully consider all that I've told you today? We live in a different world. And many have not seen how we have been divided against each other and putting our hope in false gods. My point is to lead you to the one that says, I am the way, the truth, and the life that no man cometh to the Father except through me. That's the most important thing I can do. Pray for me, pray for this ministry. If you're listening as a podcast, we could also use your support to stay as a podcast as well. You can go to our website, truththenumber2ponder.com, truththenumber2ponder.com. From there, you can use Give, Send, Go to support us or make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia, and the zip code in Chilhowie, 24319. Once again, Post Office Box 510. Chilhowie, Virginia. Zip code is 24319. That's 24319. P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, Virginia, 24319. We'll see you again tomorrow. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.